0: A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited, and of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. inflation rate came in at 8.3%. The stock market nosedived. People are shocked by their grocery bills. What can you do better and faster?
1: Well, first of all, let's put this in perspective.
0: all inflation rate. Welcome in, uh, <laughs> ladies and
1: gentlemen. You've
0: just been listening to the dulcet tones of two Americans. One of them, I seem to recognize his voice. Do you, Mikey?
1: Yeah, he's the guy from 60 Minutes, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I saw this this morning. Someone sent it to me. I put it on the Instagram story. I knew we were coming in to, uh, yeah, to rip into some, some pods today, and I thought, let's just do a quick pod, basically explaining how Often we are talking about how you can't be relying on politicians to solve your problems.
1: Yeah, I got quite a few messages from a pod that a few ago that we did uh, saying that I was on fire. Yes. <laughs> because I was just tearing into them. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, there's the most powerful man in the world, President of the United States, Joe Biden.
0: Joe Biden. Basically telling you, hey, what's the big deal? Who cares? Just, yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, it's 8.2%. It was 8.2% last month. It hasn't gone up. Mm. It's like, yeah, cool. Their prices are only going up at 8.2%.
0: I thought what I'd do is have a look at some of these comments as well, because I think it it it, it actually speaks to what we often talk about too. So, you know, we're in a phase now where instead of people trying to find solutions, I've, I think people, I, I think what the... What politicians try and do is to try and trick you into thinking that there isn't a problem so that you don't take action. And so you're like, um, oh, it's the war in the Ukraine. Oh, it's petrol prices have just gone up heaps, and that, that's created our inflation. And then you don't take any action, and you don't care. Oh, it's transitory. We went through all this shit in the You've Been Lied To podcast. Yeah, But if you look at these uh, these comments in this video, so American, this has had 357,000 likes, just for some context. There's 25,000 comments on this. The first one, and I've pinned this, Trump is a 1,000 times better than Biden. 40,000 likes. 1,000 replies to that. Next comment, <laughs> pinned as well. Haha, he just told him that it's the highest it's been in 40 years and all he can say is, but it stopped spiking. That's like saying your bleeding isn't getting worse, but you are still going to bleed out and die. <laughs>
1: it's <laughs> such a good analogy.
0: <laughs> then the next one, so those two are pinned, so those have been decided to be included as the two top comments by whoever posted the video. Now, the next is probably more organic. Who actually voted for this guy? 400 replies, 3,000 likes. And then it just basically the same thing. Trump can speak coherently and precisely, but y'all couldn't handle the mean tweets. I'll admit it, I voted for him and I regret it. If you think this is justification for voting for Trump, you're either an idiot or bigot or both. Blah, blah, blah. And just coming from a Democrat, I definitely think Trump is the better president. Keeps going. And then there's finally, like, someone is like, why is everyone fighting like I voted for Trump, I voted for Biden? Who cares? Point is, both. Let us down by miles, and it's not going to get better unless people actually realise that we need a different uh, government and presidential system, etc., etc. And (laughs) they have no idea who or who voted for them. They fucking they just care about the power. Mm. And you're like, and that's only got 610 likes. Mm. But I think this is what Ray Dalio often talks about, where we get into this era of populism, right? Where it's yeah instead of actually being like, fuck, this is an issue, inflation's at a massive height and we're just like, oh, but I, you know, people have to defend who they voted for or didn't vote for.
1: It's like a, what do you call it? Like a uh, never-ending cycle. So, like, you, you have nots and you have nots get wider and wider the gap, right? So we've got, we go into a period of turmoil and we're like, well, we've got to protect the poor so we'll print money and just give it out. Mm. And, it all sounds good and well at the announcement time, but then two years later, who's fucked?
0: Yeah, everyone.
1: Wow, the wealthy the super wealthy are fine. Yeah, and yeah. the people and politicians who keep their jobs. Yeah, they're going to be fine. And even when they leave, they'll sign a million dollar book deal. <laughs> so <the laughs> you've been reading the news. Yeah, I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's like I don't know the one thing. About all politicians that I don't like is they don't have any skin in the game, eh? Like, there's no—I guess you can get voted out, but the way that the lobbying system works and the the stuff once you once you leave and everything, you just you're set for life anyway, you know? Mm. Yeah. Um, but like that there of Joe Biden speaking, the one thing I truly hate, and it might be me in the way I think, but uh, it seems like all politicians do this is they treat their people like they're fucking idiots. Yeah. Like I can I sit there and look at that and be like, you actually think everyone believes you when you say this? Mm. Maybe maybe a portion of people do, but even people that voted for him can do math and figure out that the way he's talking there is just it's like a a pack of lies. Yeah. <laughs> and bullshit. But and I don't know why they keep doing it because throughout history they've done it. It seems disrespectful, eh? That's what I reckon. It's like, how much faith do you have in the people of your country? Mm. It's all very well being the leader of a country, but you've got nothing without the people inside it. Yeah. So better fucking look after them, eh?
0: I do think that a lot of people do just want to be told that everything's okay. I'm
1: Same. I, I want to be told that, but I also want it to be truthful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know? you are bleeding out and you are going to die. <laughs> yeah.
0: ah! um, so I thought what I'd do too, mate, is just take you through a different, uh, couple of different articles and things that I'd seen previously as well. So what I did is I searched for, and I've done this previously, inflation is not an issue. And then after that, I put Grant Robertson, because he is the Minister of mm. Finance and Debt in our country and has gone through this period of high inflation. And there's all sorts of different articles ranging back uh, different years. So I'll take you back to July 2021. and We've got a nice article which says, Minister brushes off inflation concerns as just growing pains in the economy. So basically- When was that from? July 2021. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So basically two years ago. um, (laughs) This is going to make me sick, isn't it? (laughs) Basically, hey, there's nothing to worry about here. This is just part of what's happening. So we go on to say that this is July 2021. Inflation has hit a 10-year high of 3.3%. Mm. So this was the first time that it was out of the 1% to 3% bracket for mm-hmm. quite some time. Well, obviously 10 years, it was the highest it's been. And it was up from 1.5% in March, well above economists', economists forecasts. Um, <laughs> but of course, Grant Robertson told us at the time, while we are seeing inflationary pressures right around the Western world, again, like we'll blame it on something else. Yeah. It's yeah. not, nothing to do with comparison. us. comparison. Sweet, you know, well, that'll keep the people happy. We also have a pandemic that's still going. Oh, okay, yeah, of course, yeah, it's that as well. So we're seeing there are high levels of uncertainty and volatility. We're now moving to a different part of the economic cycle where the economy's growing and where some of these pressures are coming forward. So we're bringing some inflation forward because we've got such a good growing economy. Now, I thought then, okay, well, let's uh, pull up some data from Statistics New Zealand and have a look. In July 2021, when we had the June's, uh, did the inflation journalist data. of that
1: article not do that?
0: Oh d- no! Well, no. <laughs> I've got the benefit of hindsight, <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> so is it 3.3 percent in June 2021? Now, of course, it's nearly two years ago. Uh, then went to 4.9, then to 5.9, then to 6.9, then to 7.3, to 7.2, and still at 7.2 in December 2022. And I'd imagine we've probably why don't we have some oh. We must have some recent data. I since think then, we're
1: too. at 6.7 now? Yeah.
0: 6.9? So we're still more than double uh, the 1.3. But of course in July we were basically told, hey, this is just growing pains. And at that time National actually came out and of course they're going to be like, they're going to you know, drum this into people. But I don't think people cared at this stage. You, you wouldn't care. 3.3% inflation, okay, fuck. War, pandemic, whatever, growing. Cool, I've got my excuses. National already was saying... New Zealand families are $9,000 a year worse off since Labour come into power. Yeah, and Robertson was basically like, fucking love to see how you've come up with that. But, you know, that's July 2021. And I don't think people were probably thinking about taking action uh, by that stage at all. So
1: Keep the change listeners were. Exactly. We're banging on about it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Now, I thought as well... uh, I don't want to stick to the New Zealand stuff, so then I had a look at CNBC over in the the States. But this is from May 2023. And interestingly, they're obviously interested in what's happening in our country because they've got a video interview with Grant Robertson. So now, two years on, they basically ask him in this video about the budget. They're like, asked if the budget was short-term thinking to spend and worry about inflation and high deficits later. Grant Robertson replied, Oh, no. We're absolutely doing both of those things at the same time. <laughs> so don't worry, guys. They've completely got it uh, all under control. And yeah. they're, they're doing <laughs> so much for, again, they reiterate how they're doing so much for families that are, uh, that are struggling. Uh, New Zealand is also not projected to return to surplus until 2025-2026, a year later than previously forecasted. Treasury sees inflation slowing to 3.3% by mid-2004 from the blistering 6.7%. Um, and then Robertson goes on to say we've been pretty targeted and the cost of living support that we put out in this budget particularly as you noted around young families and support for health costs and so on. That's so targeted It ended up in the UK. (laughs) So, you know guys if you've got eh? any issues with the economy I actually do not know what your problem is because (laughs) the leader of the finances of the country is basically saying that they've put in so much support for all of you so I don't get why so many people are complaining uh, after reading things like this.
1: This is this is where, like, I'm probably a bit more, <laughs> like, against government, any government, <laughs> than a lot of people. Yep. But this is where credibility falls apart, eh? Yeah. Because you keep talking shit, even after you've been caught out talking shit, and then you keep doing it again. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, man, like... But, it's embarrassing. But, th- and this is what,
0: like, the, my key thing here for people is always don't fall into this trap of trying to pick a side. And, like, you go on Twitter and you see these things discussed, mm. and you've got fucking Sally with the Ukrainian flag and a, um emoji for the COVID vaccine in there, and they're just, like, full-on defending um, their, their political party of favour and then, like, mugging off this old Prime Minister and one of John Key buggered it all to start with anyway and you're like how the fuck is that going to help with your cost of living in your Mm. household at the moment so bizarre but Mm. so many people fall for this trap and just end up being in this
1: It comes down to like the basic human trait which is basically self-interest. Yeah. We're all programmed to be interested in number one and that's ourselves and we will we will do and fight for anything that we start to believe that is going to make us and our own personal life, not other people, better. Mm. You know? And, yeah, I I just, I don't know how you fix that. I think people
0: delegate their power to politicians. And so if you, say, say you're a massive Labour fan and Labour voter, then they're in power at the moment. So then you've got a sense of like i have to defend them because i actually i ticked that and i I'll and i believe in, in them yeah but it's just it just seems a waste of energy compared to okay what can i actually do to improve my
1: own income my household what do i need to be thinking about that's my part is like man like you've only got so much capacity in your mind and if you let things use it up that are of no use to you To me, it's very wasted. Mm. You've got eighty years on the planet. You've got half of those half of those years you're asleep for. Yeah. Or a third. And then, you know, a third of that again you're at school and education. And then, you know, a portion of that you want to be not working probably, you want to be retired. So there's very fucking small amount of time in your life that you have got for yourself and to really do well. Yeah. And knuckle down and make sure. That you can set yourself up to have an okay life. And if you're fucking around with batting for a team that don't give a fuck about you, it doesn't matter which side of it's red or blue, they truly don't. (laughs) There's evidence of it. Yeah. You are just wasting like the best period for you to grow. Mm. And I just don't get it. Like why would you allow someone else's ideals to take up space in your head when you could just be doing you? Very well said, mate.
0: Um, there's two other things. One, a year ago, I couldn't find the article though, but we give out a $350 cost of living payment that apparently wasn't going to be inflationary at all. Mm. Uh, no issue. Great idea. Very targeted. Going to help people on lower incomes. Um, I actually kind of thought, wow, $70,000, you Saying that anyone earns under seventy thousand, that's low income. But they, you know, they found that money. There was some extra left over in the budget. So instead of paying down debt or doing something responsible, they're like, "We'll just fucking give it out." <laughs>
1: <You> <laughs> but beauty. don't worry,
0: don't worry, guys. So of course that was a year ago, um, and your inflation at that time when they announced that. So that was May 2022, it was May two thousand twenty-two. It was six point nine in March two thousand twenty-two. In June two thousand twenty-two, it was seven point three. So we're now back around the six point seven. Mm. So. A whole year on, and basically the problem isn't fixed as such. But they're throwing fuel on the fire. But then also
1: telling you, there's no, there's no consequence. Yeah, there's some sort of like convoluted mess up between central banks and politicians. That, like a a lot of the a lot of the fault of the way that this has ended up now with inflation and things like that, is central bank responsibility I reckon um, we, like I don't know at the time but yeah printing too much money and lowering interest rates too far maybe but also not starting the hiking cycle early enough mm. um, supposedly the best people in the country running the place so that's like the main that's that's the where the buck stops but then when you get a government just be like oh shit there's a fire over there just go tip gas on it like that is a, I don't know why you would do that. Like can't you have a conversation with the public and explain we're going to do this but it's going to be a fuck up. We can't get on this road, it's a little bit harder but it will be better later on. Mm. Why can't you do that? <laughs> I don't know mate. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I do not know. We've man. made a mistake. The central bank made a mistake. It's gone now. It's in the past. To fix it, this is the pathway we have to take. Yeah would you like to go down this road or would you like us to give you free money? If we give you the free money, this problem gets kicked down the road and it's a fuck up for longer. Mm. Yeah. And there'll be a recession at the end of it and a few of you will lose your jobs. My word. Um, like, I, uh, why, don't, why don't those conversations happen?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. Eh? Like I, I think it goes back to what you were saying before about how they try and make you, they assume you're all stupid. And like, maybe we are.
1: And maybe yeah, we and we'll live in a bubble of people who don't want to be like that. Do you reckon when you, like... Oh, we're going to do a podcast, you and me. Okay. Closer to October. Oh, shit. And it's Luke and Mikey run for Prime Minister. Oh, God. <laughs> we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna make the new policies of the country. Oh, but anyway...
0: Well. I'm bringing in 4 million Filipinos, first thing I'm doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> increasing taxes as you get older.
1: <laughs> the... Um, fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I feel like it's almost at the point where if you go into Parliament, you cross through the doors and you're like, "Congratulations, the the country voted you in." Step into this private office where no one can hear us, and here's the list of the things that we always do, and this is how you treat the people. And this is doesn't matter if you're red, blue, green, yellow, mm. whatever. This is it. Here's the you, you can. I try and articulate it however you like, but I just feel like they're all the same. Yeah, it just happens all the same.
0: Yeah, I actually have heard people say how you go into those roles and you hope to create a lot of change, but it's actually it just doesn't actually work like that. Mm. So maybe we're expecting too much. Uh, Final couple of articles, mate. So this was something I actually sent you. A little while ago So I just came back From the Philippines I was paying three bucks For a Heineken over there mm. And I'm thinking Far out Is this actually I mean What what does it cost To make a bottle of Heineken <laughs> To then be able To get to the Philippines And still sell yeah. it For $3.50 I'm like Fuck Come back here uh, And you're, you're paying I've got a The first beer I had When I got back Into New Zealand Was a Spates Mid-Ale mm. A mid-strength beer They're quite Marmitey aren't they $8.50 thank you i <laughs> like, Man and I got a full strength there, and you're, you're whacking 12 or 13 bucks. But there was an article that came out and basically said, look, um, there's an increase in alcohol excise tax amid cost of living crisis. Also, I think at one stage, they were pressing the then Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern, on are we in a cost of living crisis? They were trying to get her to admit to those words, and she was saying no, no. Mm. But now those words are everywhere. So anyway, they're increasing this tax by 6.5%, adding pressure on consumers and producers alike. That followed an increase of 6.9% last year. So there's a lot of tax in alcohol, right? And then they interview somebody from a brewery and they say that, look, these increases are hugely damaging to the industry. Discretion should be applied given everything that's going on. And then another winemaker says, "We c- excuse me, we can't just swallow the hikes. It means we keep increasingly have to put our prices up. Funny that. So you increase the cost, via taxes, and then the seller is like, well, I just need to increase the price. So the consumer loses again. Mm. Now, luckily, Chris Hipkins is very onto it, and he said, well, fuck, we've been putting these taxes up every year since 1991, so basically get over it. Uh, Ultimately, he also says, if the government was going to decrease the levies in this space, then we'd need to find that money from somewhere else. So yes, I understand No one particularly likes to see the price of beer and wine going up, but like everything else within the economy, inflation is playing a role here. So inflation, from 2021, it was just part of a growing economy. Two years later, we're raising taxes because inflation's here. Okay. (laughs) Even at this stage, I'm fucking confused. (laughs) And he even goes as far to say the increase was, quote, the nature of inflation. It's one of the reasons why we've been very focused on getting inflation back down again. (laughs) Oh, shit. What the fuck? I don't know, Like, you are taking the piss at this stage. In June 2023, when inflation's still (laughs) 6.7%, and you've told people two years ago, it's at 3.3%, the highest in 10 years, you're like, just growing pains. Mm. Nothing to see here, transitory. And now you're increasing taxes because of inflation and you're saying things like if the government was going to decrease the levers in the space then we'd have to find that money from somewhere else. Well I wonder where that could have been perhaps, <laughs> perhaps the fucking $350 that you gave out to people in the cost of living crisis for them to go and spend that cost over $500 million. could have been from that maybe, not sure just having a fucking poke in the dark here so oh, my man. final piece for you mate And we're going to get off this because I've I've had enough of these fucking politicians recently. (laughs) They're all over the show. But I see an article today, and this is exactly what I'm seeing with clients. And I'm just trying to load it, but basically it's a couple of business owners, and they say there's never been a downturn like this. Businesses battle cost of living crunch. And they interview two people who have two very different businesses, and they're basically just saying... That they've almost seen their sales fall in half. Um, Hutchinson, who sells a range of wedding planners, journals, and baby books under the Forget Me Not journal brand, says her sales have halved from the start of the year. And to combat that, she has got into embossing and personalization. I like that, that she's found a way mm. to put some margin in. Um, there was something she would have never considered doing, nor had the time to do if her business was thriving. And I noticed sales are lowering, lowering down since the beginning of the year, and I put that down to consumer confidence and their ever-increasing costs. Mm. Then they took to a retailer, less people going past, and this is what we've been saying, you know, wait till we get into winter. Yeah. You're, we're not you even in there. You can just see the, it happening, eh? Hey? Yeah.
1: Stuff like that is just like, okay, we had inflation. They raise rates to fight inflation. They said they're going to put it into a recession, take away everyone's money and put it into debt servicing costs. Then they can't go out and shop, which means – No one can keep rising prices. They have to actually lower prices to get everything moving again. Mm. We're just in that portion of the cycle. Yeah, It's disgusting. But the problem, yeah. The part I kind of, I don't know what would be worse, like a big crash or the slow grind we're going through. Yeah. I kind of don't like the slow grinder. I kind of want like the flash crash and move on, baby. (laughs) Turn the printers (laughs) back on, boys.
0: (laughs) Ah, more inflation. So the, the point of this pod is to try and show you how we start with Biden over there in America making people's problems that are actually quite fucking tough. Mm. You know, basically, just, just get over it. Yeah. At, at, at least it's not increasing. It's now decreasing. Mm. Yeah, well, let's celebrate that. Well, hang on. It's, in New Zealand, it's still 100% higher than the targeted range of 1% to 3%. You know, I spoke to someone this morning, a lawyer. They're going into the office on a Sunday and they're sacrificing time away from their family and they're just like, well, a lot has to be done. Is what it is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were saying to me, I've just noticed there's a real heavy kind of negativity on Kiwis at the moment. Clients I'm dealing with, friends and stuff. And I think we're all feeling it. And I said, I think it's just inflation and the cost of living. Like this is the, you know, it's the the silent thief in the night, right? Mm. And it's very hard to for people to understand like what they may be worried about or concerned about at the moment. But I think a lot of it just is that, Everywhere you go, you're you're getting squeezed. You know, eight bucks for a mid-strength beer, thirteen bucks if you want to get a.
1: Uh, Even just at the supermarket and stuff, man, it's quite noticeable, eh?
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, I think. Well, I don't. I don't go to the supermarket, but you know, the what I hear about is pretty, pretty intense, eh? Especially. The like when I do a mortgage and I do assets, liabilities, and expenses and all that, like the standard expenses, That's fucking way different to a few years ago, eh? Yeah. Like, it was, I don't know, we sort of, on average, like a monthly groceries bill could have been like 600 or something. Yeah. It's 1,200 now. It's double. It's 100%. It's not like 7.2% increases. Yeah. It's fucking way more. Mm. And
0: Because those, I- those increases are compounding as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: like, if you think about from the start of 2020, we've probably lost 25%, well, maybe not that much, in terms of CPI We've probably lost twenty-five percent of our sa- our purchasing power. So a yeah. hundred grand now buys you seventy five grand's worth of stuff, right? And it's all right, it's just the cost of growth.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about your sales halving. Yeah. You know, yeah. And the and pay it, that
1: can come of that. I think we're it also we all use CPI as the metric and governments do too. And you know, Biden uses it monthly. <laughs> yeah. Um but I think we all have depending on our life and depending if you've got a kid or two kids or no kids and pets and or you're just a single person or a couple like you actually have your own inflation rate mm. and you know some people might travel for work and their car more so they might have a different one because they use more petrol and you know some people might be vegan or whatever so they only buy vegetables which have gone up more than meat or whatever it is like you've got your own inflation rate in general the spread across the cost of everything right now is painful, but there's, yeah, you, you, I think on average you would feel it more than 7 fucking percent. I think so too, yeah. Uh, you know, that's what I'm trying to get to is like, I feel like it's 25. Hmm. You know, like since I'm comparing to probably a couple of years ago, so maybe that's close, but it feels like 10 compounded yeah. per year, 10% per year compounded. Yeah. Because I'm lucky that I, timed it enough to put myself into a situation where I can afford it but the fact that it's still noticeable is pretty fucking ruthless eh? yeah
0: that's what I've said to you a couple of times like off the mic I'm like man we're top earners in this country and we're both
1: thinking about it yeah it's and I'm crazy. like
0: I said to you I'm, like, I'm worried that I'm going back into like a scarce mindset mm. because I'm thinking about this shit mm. but I'm least impacted by it so imagine mm. how tough it is for people who are
1: it's not nice Yeah, And then isn't it even more offensive when the leader of the country or the finance minister tells you that there's nothing wrong? That's exactly what I was going to say. But then these same people will jump online and defend them.
0: I'm like, what are you doing? Like, fuck, what are you doing for yourself? Mm. Why are you dismissing doing some extra work to get some extra income? Like, what the
1: hell? Yeah, I think the tax the rich narrative is is a beauty, eh? They've marketed that so good. Shit, yeah. Even, like, imagine trying to market something that they've been doing as in putting taxes on people and increasing them via inflation and not moving the progressive tax rates and adding in more taxes on top for 50 years mm. and it didn't work, it didn't make the country better and then getting, still getting that through marketing. Yeah. That is fucking on, eh? <laughs> yeah, it you is. You've got to respect it.
0: And the number of people who will be like, cool, I don't need to do anything because I just need to wait for these tax rates to come in for the rich people and my life will get better.
1: Yeah, and even then, though there's 50 years of history of it not working. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Honestly, I wish I was that good at marketing, eh?
0: <laughs> they are, man. I'd say, like, they are. Politicians are such good influencers. Kings, eh? Not great leaders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you've got to be the leader of your own household. And that's the whole point of this pod, is to, again, reiterate, if you're, if you you're seri- if you're not taking this stuff seriously, like, you seriously need to start fucking thinking about it, because it could be another year. Remember, we're in June. I'm pretty sure that the decrease on petrol rolls off from the first of July, so you're gonna mm. your petrol price is about to go up for everybody. Mm. It's been subsidised; it's not even at the true market rate at the moment. That's
1: five x for me too. I got well, a lot of petrol tanks to fill. Yeah, <laughs> no
0: issues for me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, that's then gonna contribute to inflation too. People are gonna notice. Oh, fuel's gone up. Fuck, I need to put my
1: prices up. Mm, I truly think we've had this forty, fifty year run. Of assets being king of wealth, and I truly think that the next decade it's gonna be so important to focus on income over yep. asset a yeah, um, I just think that yeah, nothing is more powerful for a, for setting yourself up long term than earning more than the average substantially, yeah, and I think. We're not going to get away with asset and in inflation like we have in the past like we can't drop interest rates from twenty five percent to zero anymore mm. that's gone so the way that we can leverage up and explode housing markets and things like that can only be done via adding to populations which you know seems like a bad thing everyone's trying to depopulate at the moment for some reason or which, you know, immigration for New Zealand, which could be a thing, um, or just wage increases. And wage increases on average are probably going to be behind inflation. Yeah. So you better look Especially after yourself, after tax. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think as an individual, self-interest, earn more. Yeah. It's a weird one, but
0: it, yeah, yeah, we're people, not used to it. People have been tricked into thinking that their property is their greatest asset. Mm. It's their retirement plan, it's their fucking get-out-of-jail-free card, it's their I-can-borrow-against-the-equity, all the shit... When we need to be taught, you are your greatest asset. Improve mm. yourself, improve your income, improve your knowledge, improve your own value. Mm. Better, like, understand this stuff. Don't, don't fucking fall for the tricks of these so-called leaders who are basically taking the piss out of you at this stage. Yeah, yeah. You know? And still getting paid. And getting paid a lot more than you do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Get paid mean.
0: Yeah. We pay all of them, eh? Even the ones that aren't in. Which ones aren't in? Oh,
1: national and labour. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, greens. We yeah, pay the greens,
0: freaking, eh? they self-funded. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So my taxes go to the greens.
0: <laughs> yep. I'll show you a photo of them if you want. They've <laughs> just released some new policy today. Oh yeah. Here you go, mate. You help pay for that. Uh, that beautiful photo there. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. They so look they're, nice. I do they're probably lovely people. But anyway, shit. I don't know how many times we can say it. you gotta. You gotta just have some focus on this and and don't fall into the like I don't need to do anything. Yeah. Because if you're doing nothing, you're getting left behind and the politicians are literally rubbing their hands together that Mm. you fell for their bullshit. And Mm. we've just shown you going back two years exactly how they do it Mm. and how the narrative changes and how they're not actually up to date with the data and stuff like that and how it just goes round and round in cycles and doesn't even make sense half Mm. the time. So that's me, mate. That's how I started my Sunday. Um, hopefully yours was better than I, but thank you to whoever sent that video to me. You just sent me down a fucking frustrated <laughs> 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 that's
1: So yeah. you're really fired up, Luke. <laughs>
0: but you said when you got in here when uh before we hit record, what did you say? What were your words? You said if you ever needed an example of how you shouldn't place your future and trust in a politician effectively, yeah. like, isn't that it? Like isn't that everything you yeah, need to yeah That's know? the
1: most powerful man on the planet, the president of the United States, and he's talking shit. Yeah, telling you, don't
0: worry about inflation. Yeah, yeah. It's not a problem. Rightio. If you want to fight, well, you probably you could probably just Google that and find that. Uh,
1: <laughs> have a fight. <laughs> <laughs> we well, just have a fight. <laughs> have a fight in the comment section.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's the sad thing, too. People are losing their lives to bloody. Who's the better? Anyway, let's get out of here, mate. A little bit of Rod Stewart to take us out. Ooh. What a guy. You went
1: live, eh? I did,
0: mate. Wow. Yeah. Is he still
1: alive and kicking? He what is. a weapon.
0: And I think he's just selling a mantra as well. Um, he's got Sick of America. And I think his mansion in LA is worth seventy million dollars.
1: Whoa, shit!
0: That's probably US as well because it's an American article. Do you think this house Bowler. is sexy? Yeah, is selling his Beverly Hills estate for seventy million dollars. Hell of a, hell of a talent this bloke. I reckon you get it for forty.